I don't think there's ever been a time like the way it is now where you could literally turn on your phone and just start working, you know, when you feel like it and then turn off your phone when you don't want to work anymore. Welcome to Couple Money, a podcast focused on helping spouses get on the same page, dump their debt faster, and get on the path to financial freedom together. I'm your host, El Martinez. This podcast is brought to you by Coastal Credit Union. Coastal's mission is to help you live a better life by offering you a better way to bank. Learn how by visiting bankbetter.org. Depending on where you are with your financial journey, you may be dealing with debt. In some cases, a mountain of it. Right now, people are keeping an eye out on what's going to be happening with student loans, and understandably so. It's been estimated that 62% of college seniors who graduated from nonprofit colleges in 2019 had student loan debt. It's a burden on many budgets and can feel even heavier if you have other debts like car payments and credit cards. Did you know that the average payment for a used car is over $400? It may be that earning more is a necessity if you're trying to get out of debt as soon as possible. That's why I want to share from the archives a discussion I had with Kevin, attorney, side hustler, and the creator of Financial Panther. Years ago, he used side hustles to pay off $87,000 in student loans in less than three years. In this episode, we'll get into what motivated him to pay them off as fast as possible, the real work that's involved with the different types of side hustles, and how your phone can help you earn some cash. Are you ready? Let's get started. With the exception of $500, Kevin had taken out these loans after he received his undergraduate degree to attend law school. And yes, that $87,000 is after he received a 50% scholarship. The average law student right now takes on about $84,000 to $122,000 of debt, depending on whether they attend a public or private school. And no, that doesn't count any debt from their undergraduate degree. Besides wanting to be financially free from this debt, Kevin had another motivation. The main thing that was motivating me to get rid of it was just not being stuck. You know, when you have student loan debts, and especially in that amount, monthly payment is pretty high. And so you kind of get in this spot where, well, you have to earn a certain amount of income in order to maintain the lifestyle you're living, plus pay the debt off. It really limits the choices you have going forward and a lot of people, myself including a kind of lifestyle at a law firm wasn't really the type of thing I wanted to do for a long time. And so just trying to get that done as fast as possible was kind of the main thing. Being a lawyer wasn't a guarantee that he'd get debt-free quickly. Kevin mentioned one trap he had to confront that tripped up a lot of his colleagues. This happens to people in basically any job, but you, you kind of start living the way everyone else in your job lives. The lawyer trap here is, you know, people start off, they get a fancy apartment, nice car, nice clothes. And the thing is, they have all this nice stuff, and then they have to work to pay for all that stuff. And that happens to everyone, you know, doctors, it happens to anyone just coming out of college, start kind of getting this lifestyle inflation where now you're earning this income. And so now you're going to need that income to be able to pay for all this stuff that you've now gotten accustomed to that maybe a year ago when you were in school, you didn't even need that stuff. 
I think that's kind of what I was trying to avoid was falling into that type of lifestyle inflation that I saw a lot of my colleagues fall into. He was somewhat familiar with this growing up. I think my parents are kind of the ones who kind of fell into that trap too, because I know growing up, I, I mean, I remember when I was growing up, my parents had a nice car, that we have a big house, and that's kind of the stuff I thought was were the things that you needed to have. My parents, they had to work for a long time because they had so many bills to pay. And I guess, you know, I don't really know where I learned that from, that all that stuff didn't matter. I mean, maybe it's just a different generation now coming up that we just don't care as much about that stuff. So yeah, I guess it wasn't instilled with me from from anywhere in particular. It's just something that kind of just happened, I guess, when I started noticing the type of things people had and that ultimately weren't that important. We're not vilifying having high-quality stuff. Sometimes paying more can be the better deal. But what Kevin noted was that his value system placed more importance on having freedom rather than things. Reflecting on what matters to us, that's something we can all do from time to time. As you can probably imagine, Kevin had to come up with some sort of plan to get all that debt wiped out in two and a half years. And it came down to three critical steps. One of the things is, of course is to live on less than you earn. I think it's pretty easy to do is just to try to live like you were living before. I guess this more applies probably for more recent grads and that kind of thing. But, you know, a lot of times when we come out of school, we weren't living on that much. And it's not that much of a sacrifice to just live the same way you were living in school for a couple more years. It's when I saw my colleagues in my job, the amount of money they spent just went way up as soon as they started working, you know, and they, they would all move out of their crappy apartments and then move into a nice apartment. And I just kind of stayed in the same type of lifestyle I was living before. When you do that, you just end up with a ton of money just left over that you can really throw into debt. Keeping his expenses down freed up money, but he still needed more if he wanted to speed up this process. So Kevin went ahead and got more work. Another thing that for people, and this is something I've done, I did, a, I still do now, is just side hustling with the type of apps and sharing economy and all that on-demand economy stuff. It's really, really easy to make money on the side doing things that you're already doing. For example, I do a little dog sitting on the side. I already have a dog, so it's not very much work for me to watch a second dog because I'm already doing all those tasks anyway. You know, another thing I like to do is I really like biking a lot. So sign up and I do some on-demand bike messenger work so I get paid to bike around and deliver food to people whenever when the weather's nice and I feel like getting some exercise. And the thing about side hustling money is that, you know, that's money that you didn't need anyway. And so you can basically use all of that money that you are on the side for, you know, whatever it is, whether it's paying down debt or investing or saving or whatever. There's a huge advantage of going with a side hustle over applying for a second job through more traditional routes. I don't think there's ever been a time like the, the way it is now where you could literally turn on your phone and just start working, you know, when you feel like it and then turn off your phone when you don't want to work anymore. You know, so it's not, it's not, it doesn't have to be a huge commitment. The great thing is, you know, if you start something, you find out it's not for you, you just can stop doing it. It doesn't, you know, all it took was some time to sign up. You think now that he's debt-free, student loans would be something he hardly thought about, right? Turns out he's going in for a second round. This time, though, it's helping his fiance. Once we kind of knew our relationship was going somewhere, we've always been pretty comfortable with 
money and we've always kind of been on the same page with how we view money and, you know, how we view stuff and that kind of thing. And so, you know, I don't even know if there was any ever specific conversation so much as it was just kind of over the course of our relationship. We just kind of always talked about here's what I have, here's what I make, you know, that kind of thing. I guess we kind of trust each other a lot. She's uh, currently in a residency right now. And so she's also got a significant amount of student loans. Our plan is to basically do the same thing that I did with mine with hers. If you're like us, you probably have quite a number of accounts between the two of you, including your old 401ks. It can be difficult to stay on top of everything, especially when your old employer switches providers, which is what happened with my husband. Here's where our sponsor Capitalize can help. Capitalize helps you find and roll over an old 401k into an IRA of your choice for free. They handle the entire process. And yes, that includes calling your old employer or the 401k provider on your behalf. If you're ready to make managing your old 401ks much easier, find out more at simplifyandenjoy.com slash capitalize. Before we wrap up, I want to share some key takeaways I picked up from reviewing my chat with Kevin. The first is don't let lifestyle inflation ruin your finances. With Kevin's background, he was talking about the perspective of being an attorney and having that unofficial peer pressure from colleagues. But as he mentioned, this affects all of us. So is there a way for you to simplify or even just pull back a bit on your expenses so that you can redirect that money towards goals like paying off debt or saving up for something like buying a house or starting a business. The second one I appreciated is not all side hustles are created equal. What I mean with this is yes, there are many different opportunities with side hustles and gigs, but there are going to be factors that make it a good fit for you. First off, where you're living. Not all side hustles, like, for example, the scooter charging, may be available in your city or town. Another thing to consider, does the time align with your schedule for you to make the most profit out of your side hustle? Or is it going to be more of a hassle than a benefit? You want to always run the numbers. As we've seen recently with gas prices being much higher than normal, Side hustles like delivering by car or doing Uber and Lyft might not be as good of a benefit as it was before. As Kevin mentioned earlier, that's one of the benefits of being in a side hustle, though. If it's not working for you, you can just stop doing it. As you put it all together, looking at your regular schedule with your side hustle schedule, just make sure that you're keeping things balanced and not burning yourself out. Finally, there's something that feels empowering about having a specific goal for your income streams, whether it's paying down debt, saving up for something, or investing. So taking advantage of that psychological win can help you reach your goals faster. Don't forget, if you want some extra cash to put into savings and revamp your budget, we do have a free course. It's called 5 Days to 5K. It walks you through on how to rethink your finances and how to find, save, and earn some extra money. 
just head over to couplemoney.com slash 5k. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Since we did that interview years ago, knocking out those debts has opened up a lot of opportunities for Kevin and his family with work and more. Visit financialpanther.com to see what he's been up to now. As always, I'll have all the info and details in the show notes, along with resources to get you two started with side hustles over at Couple Money. Our theme song was from Audio with additional music by Lee Rosevere and Music for Makers. Finally, I want to say thank you. Couple Money Podcast is made possible because of incredible listeners like you. Your tweets, reviews, likes, and shares have been so encouraging. Thank you so much. And if you're in the Raleigh area of North Carolina, don't forget we have a meetup tonight over at Lone Rider Brewery at Five Points. It's part of the Stacked Book Tour. Joe from Stacking Benjamins is in town. Tickets are free and all the info is in the show notes. We'd love for you to join us. I hope you have a wonderful week. Take care.